Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome everybody to another week of Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. God, my computer did something weird to me there, like the windows with the updating and all that stuff. Hey, if anybody noticed, I made it to a little moped ride, the old cold trailers, um, had down in Lawrence, Kansas, which was, you know, I've been to it, and like, I'm not not a seasoned person in mopeds but like we've all been to a few places that like have rides or rallies or whatever and like i'm getting to the point now where like i know the routes they're taking and i'm still fine with it like it's becoming about getting to see the people i haven't seen like for six months to a year it's i used to be all about the routes and now it's about the now it's about the people which is really rad and it's something like five years or so ago i never would have imagined um i had a lot of weird things like and i can't remember when i tell you guys stuff or not like um i had that like the anniversary of my accident uh october 5th uh 2018 where i was uh hit by a car on my moped when i shattered my femur tore my aorta collapsed lung in my heart like you know it was it was something that'll be with me the rest of my life, obviously. And like, I have my sobriety date. It's something I don't talk about generally on here. Like every once in a while, I'll bring it up. Like, I was 21 years sober. And like, for those who know me, like, I can be kind of cool in a moment, but I can be an asshole at times because I'm still fucking human and I still have mistakes and I still am full of flaws. And I'll be the first one to admit that. Um, but I did, I did get to see my niece in Lawrence, Kansas. Her and her boyfriend. She's been seeing this guy for like a year. I think his name's Adam. I don't know. But like I was the uncle who bought them, bought minors uh, alcohol at the bar. And my niece is so weird to me because I bought her beer. And like she was so kind and tried to sip on it. And I'm like, Katie, you don't like beer, do you? She's like, no, not really. I'm (laughs) like, you are not my niece. (laughs) But, you know, it was great seeing everybody. I got to see Marie. I got to see angry. I got to see Daryl. I mean, like, and I can, I hate, I hate it when I go places because I feel like I have to list everybody who I saw because then I feel like I'm excluded. <sighs> it is what it is. I got out and rolled. There's huge 70 degree days in Minnesota. And like, we, I just fucking love mopeds. Like, I had my uh, chase driver from Bakers this year come over. We chit chat. And like, he came in right as I was rolling up my driveway. And like, I just had that fucking moped smile that shit eating grin like touching the sky shit i talk about like and i just said to him like if you don't have a moped that makes you feel like this all the time you're doing something wrong and i'll say that i'll say that over and over again like if you're not absolutely like i still to this day doesn't happen every time but like oh i fucking love riding bikes um and i love meeting people in the moped scene like i love people i don't show it all the time and some you know i not when i'm at a moped thing i feel weirdly introverted extroverted whatever because like i didn't talk to a lot of people in Lawrence, but like i saw a lot of people and i was smiling a lot um i don't know dude it's just fucking mopeds and people and um with that i was trying to get a good segue in there for my guests this week um (laughs) but like the rad thing, god damn Windows update. It keeps I'm I don't care. I don't care. Um my guess 
I I'm always looking for moped content on Instagram and like it's just see what people are doing. Like this person was interested in me, interesting to me because like they're in a part of the country there's not a lot of stuff going on at least in their town, and they had a lot of cats. And moped people and cats are kind of like okay, people can't see it. it's like I'm doing like the two fingers together, kind of one in the same. Um, so I'm just gonna let my guest introduce himself right now. Hey, yeah, so uh, I'm Tom. I'm a member of Mono down in New Orleans. Um, now I live up in Natchez, Mississippi. It's like three hours north of New Orleans. Okay. And basically, um, basically, if someone just shrunk New Orleans down into a small, weird retirement community, you know? Nice. Same architecture. It's very beautiful. Um, neat bars and cool people, but... It's very small, and they definitely have zero, zero moped, you know, at all. So, <laughs> right on, right on. Um, Got a little club here, you know. Yeah. My bit. Um, so, here on Second Chance Moped Podcast, we go through people's moped journey. I.e., the very first time they ever saw a moped, you know, smile ride, um, and all that good stuff. So, and I'm like fucking out of it. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. <laughs> so, let me ask you this. What is your very first memory of a moped? Not necessarily getting on, but like you conceptually know that is a moped. Well, I was living in San Francisco in like 2008 or something. Oh, right on. So you were like at the mecca of the San Francisco scene then. Yeah, but I wasn't involved at all. Like okay. I, um, my first experience was walking past uh, Castle Edinburgh, this bar on, I think I think it was on O'Farrell Street in San Francisco, and the creatures would be there moped Mondays there all the time. And I had never seen a moped before in my life, and all of a sudden I saw about like 50 just parked in a row. Yeah, and all dude. the items were inside. There was no one there. So I just saw them, and I was like walking past each one like, what? This is, this is amazing. I need one. Yeah, yeah, dude, that could be pretty overwhelming the first time you, first time A, you see moped, B, then you see like a whole bunch in one spot, dude, that's nuts. Yeah, but, you know, I never, I never met anyone that night because I was too shy, I was just like, had to put it away and was like, I, I gotta get one of these. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then uh, Craig, Craig Wong, who's in The Creatures, who's my bartender for a long time, on the Tenderloin, and he eventually got me into them and... Uh, yeah. Well, okay. Then, what was your first time riding one like, especially in San Francisco? Like, uh, that's that's kind of a trip. It was fun. Um, I what did you ride? What What did you ride the very? What was your first moped to ride? My first moped was this beautiful stock uh, Newport. Okay. Newport. And it was just it was in great condition, you know. And I rode it a few times, and it was great. But you know, being a very brand new rider and a bit of a dumb hipster <laughs> i immediately you know tried <laughs> tried kidding it and broke it <laughs> it's not even so much being a hipster it's being new to mopeds dude i think we all fucking went through it yeah. um well the cafe bars with the hipster part oh yeah <laughs> definitely add is finest folks i went to ask tom <laughs> because i was sure it was tom but i wasn't sure it was tom and then like i I'm saying Tom a whole bunch of right now, so I'll remember it. But like, uh, that's why he didn't. Uh, I've worked like 36 hours this week already, and it's freaking. I keep up. Yeah, yeah, dude. No worries. So creatures, fucking riding a Newport, um, San Francisco, 2008. I never really rode with those dudes. Uh, oh, okay. 
Um, I mean, I'm pretty close with like Maitland, Rob Thomas, and um, yeah, they, they've helped me out. But I was, I was kind of just a loner in San Francisco for the most part with the mopeds and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I moved to New Orleans and met all those dudes. Okay, so like how did you... That seems like a heck of a jump. Did you buy a bike in San Francisco at that point? Or were you just hanging around with a few people who were riding or like? Yeah, that Newport was the first moped I bought. Okay. I got it from some random guy in uh, Redwood City, I think. Okay. Um, and then, you, then, like you said, you kid it through the M bars on it. Like, I'm sorry, old, old guard. I don't fuck I don't get it, dude. I don't yeah. get it. Like, even <laughs> like, I don't get it. Like, I'll say it again. I don't get it. Just because, like, I want to be comfortable anything I do. Like, I want (laughs) – that is not – I mean, I will ride any loner that's given to me in the city that I'm lucky enough to go to or fly in, Mm -hmm. and I will not complain. But on my personal stuff, nope, nope. nope. All my personal stuff is all about big springy seats, high-rise bars, very comfortable – I see that chow in the background is like, okay, you being kind of a Vespa guy, let me ask you this. I am very ignorant to everything Vespa. I do have a 72 chow, the base model. Two. Uh, yep. It's the, it's the, it's the um, really awesome, like almost lime green yellow. Wow. No, and it's, it's a square, square post. Why do the, why do the Vespa people want the square post? Like, what's the deal with that? I honestly don't really know. Okay. I don't and really I, I just kind of discovered that the other week with a few people. Yeah, this is a square post um, one. And it had rigid forks. I replaced them with the Springer forks. And um, it's just a, your basic single speed, reliable, you yep. know, 40 mile an hour bike, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I have one. I've been, it's just a stock one that I've been talking about rebuilding for the better part of a year. And I'm keeping it stock because I don't want, I don't want to get into Vespa black magic right now at this point in my life. They're, um, they're fun, I got to say. And you can do a lot with them for cheap. Like we had a guest on a few episodes back that uh, had a lot of Vespa black magic uh, mm-hmm. tricks, like with the stock. Um, the stock bell and the GI six spring, I think it was. Okay. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, back to your back to your journey, back to going from San Francisco to um, Nola. Was that just so you brought your bike and like, is that where you kind of got into the scene a little bit more, or like, how did that all, how did that progress? Yeah, like when I was in San Francisco, I'd been to a few rallies. Like I went to Los Dorados in Reno, if you remember those guys. A little before my time. I've heard of, but like, yeah. Yeah, I went to a couple of air rides and I'd travel around to rallies. And then when I was still living in San Francisco, I went to a um, mono rally. Mm-hmm. Made really good friends with a few people there. Um, Darlene and... Um, Christine wasn't quite my friend then yet. <laughs> we didn't get along at all for a couple of years, and it's all my fault. But now we're like best friends. That's awesome, dude. Oh, it's- dude, I, I've had a few of those situations. <laughs> like, yeah. I was a dumbass. I did a few things, and like now there's some like my. She said, "If you let Tom into mono, I will burn this bar to the ground." 
<laughs> I love it. Yeah, I get along just fine now. <laughs> That's great. So, um, <laughs> you 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 made your way to Nola, and like I've been there. I went last year for the ride, and dude, I love I. And I'm not a drinker, and I fell in love with that city. Like that, there's something about that city that just yeah, it's riding in it is a blast because a you don't need a fast bike, and it's so technical because yeah. the roads are so bad. I mean, yeah. not to insult the city, but they're bad roads, and so you have to be on your shit to ride there. You definitely need a good suspension and good good headlights for <laughs> sure. I I took a really bad spill there when I was riding around on like a Honda Urban, you know, the little mm-hmm. mono guys and i hit a pothole at a weird angle and it just like sproinged me like super mario like eight feet sideways and dude that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i was okay but yeah 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 dude that's that, i shouldn't laugh at like an accent but you're here yeah. and you're whatever so <laughs> oh yeah no, um, it, was, it was a walk away so what was that like going to mono and like being uh involved in them and like did you start to get out to some more of the midwest other parts of the world because like i get it like i've I've traveled around man like i get why west coast people only do west coast stuff because like that is a fucking journey just to get to colorado and like yeah our first mono rally that i went to i just flew with my helmet you know and was like Mm -hmm. maybe i'll find a loner maybe not i don't know what i'm getting into really and i was at um parasol's bar which is like the mono hangout back in the day. And Maddie was bartending and he just sees my helmet and he just comes up to me and just goes, moped? <laughs> yeah, moped. And then we got along after that. And oh, dude, that's right. Right around and <clears throat> uh, let me alone her for the weekend. But yeah, living in, in New Orleans, we only really went to the Texas and Atlanta rallies, or at least I did. Okay. Uh, and then unfortunately, after a few years, my wife and I had to move back to California, to Los Angeles for like six years. Okay. And then I got to hang out with all the Wooly Bullies, which is super cool. Love Chris and Hillary. Like, uh, okay. yes, they're they're wonderful. And that <laughs> and that is like a common thread with everybody in mopeds. Like, you say Wooly Bullies, Chris and Hillary, love them. Like, great people. Oh my god, all the bullies are absolutely fantastic. Like, I don't know if you know uh, Nicole Birch and Devo and Jason. And, I've and talked that. with Nicole a couple times. She's been on the show. Like, you know, it's. It's moped people. Like, even when we're assholes, we still get along and we forgive each other. That's what's awesome. Yeah. Definitely the best friends you'll ever make. Yeah. yeah. That's why I got back into mopeds because, um, I mean, moving to LA, I had a new job and it kind of just sucked the entire life out of me for a good, I don't know, five years. Mm-hmm. And then moving back to the South, had a lot more free time, a lot more disposable income. And I was like, you know what? and then now it's been about six months and now i've gone from like zero to five mopeds right on um start a little group here in town so how did like was it just like a knee-jerk reaction one day where like i need a moped uh or like was it something that was just kind of sitting in the back of your head for a while like i i'd kind of gotten out it was just like one of those hobbies that like you know, when you hear a band you used to listen to, you're like, oh, yeah, I used to love these guys, but it doesn't do it for me anymore. Kind of like that. And I just went down to New Orleans and hung out with Mono again. And it's like, damn it, I got a little bit tipsy. And I was like, I got a thousand bucks. Who's got a bike? Who's got a stock runner? And uh, my buddy John rode up with this little black chow mix that's 
just all stock for the pipe. And it's yeah. beautiful conditions in 1996. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Great shape. And yeah, right. That got me into it. And then I got my wife a matching chow PX. It's red. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, was your wife ever really into mopeds before this excursion? Oh, yeah. Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was, when we met, actually, I was like, I can't wait to introduce you to all my friends, you know, like started naming off the mm-hmm. running mono. And she's like, I've known them for like seven years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, OK, great. And that's, I think, part of what got Christine to start liking me. She was like, oh, this woman has found something worthwhile in this dirt bag. <laughs> I'll talk. <laughs> um, let's rewind a little bit. Like you talked about um, going to some West Coast rallies early on. Like, what was that like? The first eight, hey, like the first time being on a group ride. Like, I always find that for me, that was a life-altering experience. Yeah. Like more than two people, you get in a pack of twenty or thirty bikes. Like. For yeah. me, again, life-altering. What was that like for you? And were, was that in San Francisco, or was that a rally, or what was that like? Uh, that was in San Francisco. Yeah, it was a, one of the moped Mondays that the creatures did. And I could barely keep up, you know. Mm-hmm. So they lost me about halfway through. But it was still, <laughs> still mm-hmm. super fun. But yeah, that first time, you know, you all leave the gas station or whatever, and you're in big group, and you're not alone for the first time. And then everyone's at light, and they're doing that room, 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 room. You know, dude, I get so uh, much shit from people for doing that. Like, because I went to the south a couple years ago. I love it. Fuck them. Yeah, I still do that. Yeah. All you know, people on the sidewalk either covering their ears or just talking to random people who are really into the bikes. It's 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 a good experience. But yeah, that first group ride was a life changing experience, and that's kind of when I realized, like, you know, this is kind of. A hobby I could really get into. Mm-hmm. So that was your first group ride. What was your first rally you went to then? First real rally was probably the mono like 2012. Okay. Maybe 2013 or so. But yeah, that was the first first rally I ever went to. And I mm-hmm. flew there. Um, what was your first West Coast rally like? It was a creatures rally. So mm-hmm. It would have been a lot later. Like I missed gender bender and all that in San Francisco when I was living there. Cause I just, I wasn't into the scene, you know, like mm-hmm. I had a bike, but I didn't know anybody. Really. You were moped adjacent at that point, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Um, so what you did the NOLA thing, you did the West coast thing. Like what was like, what was the differences you noticed between those three and then like going to Atlanta for like, was that a swoops rally? I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. What was like, was it still kind of just mopeds or like because you notice well, weird differences like there's there's little differences you notice at least i did i think the new orleans rally it was i feel like more of a blur mm-hmm. it, it was a lot more partying and a lot more partying at venues from what i remember the Soups Rally, they had this amazing big parking lot and this like abandoned building that we were just kind of partying at. And it was mm-hmm. like almost like an urban camping rally, I feel. So we were all more centrally located. And that might have just been my experience. Yeah. That was that was a really good rally for me because that was when they let me into mono. Mm-hmm. And then I also won the raffle bike. Nice, dude. What bike was it? It was a Riz Khalifa. 
um, the Buffalo motor, I think it was. It's kind of similar to a Polini. Yeah. Case inducted. Like, it, it, it was a weird little bike. It was great. But yeah. Built very solid. But um, it, got, it got what? It got stolen. Oh, dude, that's yeah. a bummer. Yeah. Some people robbed, they stole my wife's bicycle. Not, not bicycle, sorry. Uh, motorcycle. And then both of my mopeds, but. Oh. Like, they couldn't start our bike, so we found it in the <clears throat> neighbor's yard. <laughs> That's well, I imagine they could load the mopeds easier than they could a motorcycle. So, like, I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, I have. What was that? We lived right next to a high school, so I think it might have just been some kids getting off and like deciding to see if they could push them. But, yeah. Puckers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where was that? Where was that at? New Orleans or back in LA? New Orleans. Okay. Um, I had a coffee shop owner who like was nice enough to like just rag guy. Like I'd kind of hang out there, whatever, during my recovery. And like finally, he was asking me, like, oh, "Can I get a moped?" And I I sold him a moped. He got it stolen. And then I felt bad for him and whatnot. And then because he had kind of a shitty cable like lock i'm like okay you gotta get good stuff like i told you before and if i get another stock one i'll sell you one. i sell it to him and this is within the last month or two months i sold it to him got it stolen right away again and yeah. i'm like matt i can't sell you any more bikes dude like you get it <laughs> i think lock is he just kind of looping the lock around the handlebar <laughs> what they did on the second time they cut the fence they couldn't cut the kryptonite lock, so they cut the fence. He, it was like, because he freaking bolt, he chained it up to a chain link fence. Is this in Richmond? No, <laughs> this is in St. Paul, unfortunately, oh. Minnesota. So, oh, dude, it was rough. I felt, I felt so bad for him. I'm like, dude, no, no more. <laughs> I can't watch, I can't watch hobbits get stolen like this. It's killing me. Yeah. I, I, I uh, gave a moped to somebody one time and they locked it, you know, on the chows, there's like a little bar on the, on the rear rack. Mm -hmm. It's just a little bar with two bolts, you know, it's not really connected to anything. Yeah. She locked it to that thing and they just loosened one bolt and mm. slipped off and rode away. Oh, uh, it was tragic. She had it for literally like 24 hours. I Oh, that's rough. That's rough. Yeah, stolen mopeds are the worst. Yeah, I am so lucky. Where I'm gonna knock on wood, I've never had one stolen. And like, I, sh I will be the first one admit I should have had more. I should have had mopeds stolen. But like, where I live, nobody really knows what they are, other than yeah. these loud things. And like, yeah. that, oh, I, I have a lot of good neighbors. So like, yeah. That is the plus to living in Natchez at the moment right now because the cops don't know what they are, the neighbors don't know what they are, the crackheads don't know what they are. Yeah. Like they're no one really cares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. is the keyword, my guy. Um, yeah. so let me ask you this. You decide like how how did you get back into it? Like what was the spark was there a spark or is this something like just kind of kicking the back of your head for a while? Like, was it, or, or was it just that sitting at the been, bar and I like $1,000? And being closer to proximity to, uh, to mono again, kind of got me, you know, 
thing. And then, yeah, when I visited them, I got a little bit of a buzz going, went on a little ride and, mm-hmm. you know, went to the ATM, got a grand. And nice. How mad was the wife at you? When... <laughs> oh, she was, because at my worst point, I had like, I don't know, maybe 13 or 14 and we had a small yard. And so we lived on Magazine Street in New Orleans. And so our front fence the entire width of it was just mopeds chained up, you know? It's beautiful. Yeah. And hmm. so she doesn't want me to get to that point. Like now she works on location. Um, we both kind of work in film. So um, we work, okay. you know, we travel. So she's been in New Mexico for the last several months. And now when I FaceTime her in the yard, I kind of strategically move the camera. So she can't really see <laughs> the cans of gas and the moped and the tire over here and all that. So. Dude, she knows the thing. She knows you're back in. She's going to listen to this. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, where's she, where's oh, she at in New, right in New Mexico? <laughs> uh, she's in Albuquerque at the moment. Okay. Everybody's in fucking Albuquerque this week that I know. Like, I know a couple of people flew there. I was going to yeah. say, she, she got to stop in Santa Fe to see the goat heads. Like, those are oh. some great yeah. people. Yeah. I wish I had time to go hang out with them. I looked them up. I look, yeah. always try and look out for the moped club when I'm traveling somewhere. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just have that big hot air balloon festival in Albuquerque. That's probably why everyone's there. Nice, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got I got Chris and Sophia from Goatheads. Rad people, rad people. Um, so now that you're kind of getting back in the scene, are you kind? Of, there's a cat. People, I gotta wave the kitty. All right, she's just. I going. love black cats, dude. <laughs> she's brand new. She's nuts. She's she's like my shadow. She won't leave me alone. Nice. Um, so. <laughs> Being back in the scene, are you just enjoying riding right now? Are you looking like to get something kind of going? Are you looking to get out to rallies again? Or like, what's, are it? Yeah. So I'm going definitely to the New Orleans, not a rally. Mm -hmm. It's a ride. It's a ride. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's a ride. Um, It'll be a rally, or at least be a. It'll be a party. You know. Yeah. But it'll it'll be an unplanned rally. Like you're on your own, but you'll be able to hang out. Um, really looking forward to that. And then this shell that I'm building in the background. So Natchez and Nashville are connected by the Natchez Trace. You know, that big park. That's why it sounded so familiar. Okay. Cause like Joe, I've heard of the Natchez ride all the yeah. time. So, so the, the entrance to that parkway is literally like two miles from my house. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, it's 55 miles, no stop signs, no businesses, no billboards. Fuck yeah. The, for 464 miles or something like that. Actually, know. I shouldn't say fuck yeah. I ride hobbits, dude. 27 miles of the tank. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got little chows. They, I think they hold like 0.8 gallons or something. Yeah. But this chow I'm building, I'm going to obviously bring more gas tanks, but I'm just trying to build a nice little cruiser to... Um, Sorry, my cat is attacking me. Nah, dude, cats are awesome. They get all the excuses in the world here. Yeah. But yeah, I'd like to go uh, up to Nashville and see those dudes. And besides that, just going to the New Orleans rally and doing the Nashville ride. Just enjoying riding stock bikes and getting getting new people into mopeds. Um, like, Natchez is a very small town. Like, our mm-hmm. population is like 12,000. Yeah. You know? Um, so, it's small enough, dude. You still got some stores that you can. You probably got a Target, maybe, or yeah, so, yeah, like Wally World and shit like yeah. that. Um, 
but like if you're looking for stuff like narcs or like cable adjusters that's you're kind of shit out of luck i'm gonna go to Damn. Amazon, all that stuff <laughs> yeah. um so you got you missed dude i feel bad for you. you missed out on that nashville rally that was so that was like the first big yeah. rally that had happened in years because of rona um but yeah there'll be more i keep on like i keep on giving uh bad breed uh dewey martin shit like dude you guys gotta have the spring rally this year but like now i'm not gonna do anything in the spring because bakers is starting off um for nobody who saw that it's starting may 31st we're leaving out of the salt flats and we're ending up in new orleans so i hope i see you there at least oh, yeah i'll be there for sure all right yeah. cool dude that's like i was looking at the i was telling the guy guys at work today the route and like i have a new manager and that's kind of the running joke at work like huh what new manager is gonna get hired this week but um he's absolutely fascinated with the baker's dozen ride i did last year and he's like dude you have to travel 20 hours from where we're at just get to the salt flats i'm like yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're doing the whole baker's before you get <laughs> yeah, yeah um and that's cool dude like i don't care like it's yeah like you really you really get into the whole like pain zen threshold at about day four like where nothing matters anymore and that something awesome happens dude i've i've thought about doing bakers like i am not good enough of a wrencher at all to like even think about doing it but like i'm really good friends with angel and she's told me all about it i love angel yeah she's she's the best yeah i'm really looking forward to seeing her the week after next Mm -hmm. or next next but soon potato potato i know what you're saying um but dude i don't think you need to be a good renter to do bakers because <laughs> i'm not a good renter i'm not saying i am like you probably know more shit than me but you just gotta be stubborn as fuck and be able to bring enough cylinders like Definitely, i went yeah. through till <laughs> two cylinders and three pistons like whatever yeah a final oh, drive okay. like just gotta you just gotta have that absolute like I have an iron will that I will not quit like yeah. to my on anything like just it, assume the parts that have never broken before will break yeah. somehow like yeah I broke a hobbit final drive How'd you do it Exactly I don't know like I came in I came into Haines uh uh Idaho or Haines Oregon and everybody's like dude your bike sounds really bad I'm like <laughs> I don't fucking care right now. I'm yeah. going to take a nap. <laughs> my my wife and I broke a ZA50 in like the weirdest possible way that it was still running. <clears throat> we we were riding home and she blew uh, the transmission cover out, and so you could see the bearing through the mm-hmm. whole like, transmission cover. Yep. We still rode about five miles home with it like that. Oh wow. Never- never seen anything like that i don't understand how that worked i've seen people like the bearings push through but then like things lock up and it doesn't work but like that's yeah as long as she kept revving it we Mm -hmm. we got home well like they had i think team never dnf they broke the on the hobbit clutch that's spot welded to like a tapered threaded piece basically and like they broke it they're like oh my goodness i've never seen this before and i i have broken everything you possibly can break i think on a hobbit 
I, I scrolled through my Instagram. I'm like, huh? You mean that? And I rode home with like a broken clutch before. Yeah, dude, it's, it's amazing how like we can ride these things when they're absolutely broken, <laughs> but the weirdest thing will not let us run. Yeah. Like yeah, just it's kind of insane. Like they can fail catastrophically and still get you home. But then it's like, Oh no, there's some lint on my points. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 dude. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. Um, so with you like kind of doing your thing in Natchez now, um, are you trying to, are you trying to like get a ride night going? I know it's just you, but is it, yeah. are you just, are you, are you trying to wrench out in front of the house or like, how are you trying to spread the word if you will? Also, I've been riding around and you know, if anyone expresses interest in my bike at the bar, or, you know, wherever I see them, I'll let them ride around the block and stuff like that. And, um, I've gotten, I think three or four people to buy mopeds in town already. Right on. Super cool. Like they're really nice. And I've been trying to do group rides and every time I wrench, I'll be like, I'm making hot dogs and wrenching at the house. If your bike's fucked up, bring it over. Maybe we'll fix it. Maybe we won't. Right on. Get a hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I want to go. I want hot dogs. Like, what, 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 are, what are you? What are you? What are you cooking there, Oscar Meyer? You got some? You got some kielbasas? What do you got? Whatever's on sale. Although this is like Mississippi, so it's pretty good meat you can get. But now I'm I'm basic. I just do the franks. Nice. I, yeah. When people I start going up, I'll get, I'll get the good shit. <laughs> but yeah, but it's gotta like, be more know, than three, okay? Yeah. Sometimes people come. Sometimes they don't. You know, but. They're all really nice dudes, so we're gonna, and they all have, you know, I'm trying to make them all buy the same brand. <laughs> so, Shit you know, basically, right? Well, it the first one bought a Tomos, and okay. so I encourage the second one to buy another Tomos, and so there's, there, there's a bunch of those running around town right now, and I don't know those bikes whatsoever, but. It's a moped. Because, yeah, their shit keeps breaking, and our, Susanna, um, she bought a little Tomos LX and the spark plugs kept fouling. We couldn't figure it out. It's like I down jetted, I had zero acceleration. I up jetted, you know, way too rich. It was like that one jet size would work. You know, no airbox tuning or anything would mm-hmm. really catch out. It was really weird. <clears throat> then I thought maybe it was the timing throwing off or things. So we pulled the flywheel off and it, it wasn't really sitting all the way against the case which is kind of weird okay we fixed that threw it on and it's going great we found out the reason she was fouling plugs is she's just too scared to go full throttle ah guiding around at quarter throttle all all right let's go on a ride you know come on let me show you yeah we got you gotta let those legs stretch out a little bit like yeah 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 but she's uh She's she's got the spirit for sure. Like you know, she wants I to hate learn. To, as much as I hate to admit it, I think Jay Kane is right. I think uh, for stock bikes, and I'm saying just stock, like Tomos might be the best stock bike out there. Like just for ride speed, easy. So. Like yeah, the first the first time I rode a stock Tomos, I was kind of surprised at that initial kind of acceleration. Mm-hmm. Like it loses steam quick, you know, but yeah, still. It's the most reliable, probably stock bike you can really get. Yeah, probably because they're the newest stock bikes, and like they don't have seals from nineteen seventy five. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, you don't have to go over the bottom end just to have something reliable. Yeah, that yeah. That's why I like chows. Like they're literally two bearings and one seal. That's the bottom end. The timing can't slip. There's no stator. You know, the coil is bolt right into the case. It's like you, you literally can't fuck them up. Yeah, yeah. Just, oh, give a moped or a chance, my guy. Like you can fuck them up. Don't you worry. Like. I mean, there's plenty of ways. <laughs> <laughs> right on. So you talk about New Orleans, you talk about the, you know, get the group thing. Like, do you have anything you want to do in this coming, like the next year? Are you looking at the rally calendar? Because like for me, that's something I still, I'm not MA official and probably never will be. But, like, I still enjoy Moped Army, if not for anything but the damn rally calendar, because it's stacking up already, if you look at it. Yeah, I'm keeping my eye on Austin, and I'm waiting for Upjet or someone to post a rally. Mm -hmm. Upjet up in New York? Yeah, yeah, upstate New York area. Like, um, I can't recommend enough. You should watch uh, in the spring for... um, LSLB like Mars and the Boys they put on a ride in a uh, in like the state park called Acadia. Yeah. And I guess it is just absolutely gorgeous up there so just a little heads up for you. Um yeah. New England uh-huh. like look at New England mopeds on Facebook. That's okay. they'll generally post it there. Yeah. Um but like I, watched, I said I watched the moped shops uh, YouTube channel up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think everybody did, and I think in our own way, like everybody kind of misses that. Like it was kind of it was fun to see. I and I love all moped content, whether it's you know the zeros doing their thing, like or you know just Linda Moto or this that or the other thing. Like I enjoy moped content, um, especially on YouTube. I I absorb so much weird stuff. I've got endless mini truck builder called Puddin's Fab Shop. The guy's out of Oklahoma. He's absolutely hilarious. He only does Datsuns. It's called the Datsun King. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's yeah. that's why I still like MA is I'll just browse the repair forum and just read random threads and occasionally you'll get a little, you know, bit of knowledge that you didn't have before. A lot of the time it's like, you know, yeah. I want my demo start. I just kidded it. <laughs> you know but yeah i'm i lost my ma official login information like i don't know fucking seven years ago that's a cat (laughs) yeah she's a panther (laughs) i'm sure you could email simon you probably get your stuff back i don't care (laughs) (laughs) i changed my unofficial account to tom from mono or whatever yeah if anyone gives a shit yeah yeah. no dude i wish i could be down new orleans this coming week or in a couple weeks like you said but like too much stuff going on at home too much stuff going on at work too broke all that good stuff yeah i feel yeah i'm i'm broke as a joke these days too three hour ride so yeah dude i gotta go yeah. yeah exactly yeah, it's like I'm broke, but I'm still buying mopeds. Like I think I bought a Hobbit off a guy in um, Kansas yeah, I, City, and because it was cheap, like any bike under two hundred fifty bucks, I'll buy it. Yeah, there's this guy down in New Orleans who's I've always wanted a Blanco because they're 
basically like a chow with a V1 on the bottom, mm-hmm. you know, which that just sounds like the most fun combination to me. A, a frame that weighs like 50 pounds and a V1 yeah. on it. You know? And he's just got it for 300 bucks, but I just, I've got this project and I've got a safari upstairs that I need to, you know, need Do to get something in order, it. you know, yeah. it's running and it's stock, but, <clears throat> but yeah. God, no, want, that, it's hard not to spend money. Then I was an idiot and like I bought I gotta I, I'm not gonna talk about it till I pick it up, but I picked up last year I picked up a Grand Prix and I literally did nothing with it for a year and I'm think I'm getting rid of it because I'm picking up another rare bike for uh-huh. dirt cheap. So and I'm I might actually do something with that that this coming year. You know, who knows? But like I think in November it's gonna be all hands on deck getting a, either going through my Baker's bike from last year or building a whole new Baker's bike. We'll see. Um, Which bike is yours on Baker's? I had the I had a Hobbit. It was one. I did. It was very unrememberable. I'll say that it almost it looked like a dumbed down version of LSLBs. Okay. Um, so we're Colby and I were wild stallions and. Okay. Did you guys make it the whole way? Yep. Well, I yeah. DNF'd uh, day three because I was an idiot and I was testing in the morning and I blew up a bike and I threw the bike in the back of the truck to bring it back to the hotel. So can't go in, but like I did every, we did every mile. Like we ended up doing fourth on time. So, yeah. and I'm excited to go through the mountains again on a moped. It's going to be so fucking rad. Like so <laughs> rad. Like you haven't lived until you've taken a moped till like 9,000 feet and going 30 miles an hour and just struggling and loving life. <laughs> I would love to drive chase. <laughs> Dude, fly out, come out. You can fucking roll with Colby and me and the dog. Right. Like, I'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah dude. Talk dude. To my wife, see, see if that works out. <laughs> yeah, fly out. Like, I can't encourage enough people. To, if you ever think, oh, I want to do Baker's, uh, do it. Because, you know, I'm not saying, like, you never know what the next year will bring or the next year will bring or the next year will bring. Like, I was still, people do it, man. Yeah. I think that the Natchez Trace ride, I think, will be like a baby Baker. Yeah, yeah. And, like, if, if Baker's kind of wrecked me, like, I'll be the first one to admit, like, I enjoy, and I'm not trying to talk shit at all, I enjoy, like, group rides, Thursday nights, like, 20 miles, but, like, for some reason, I don't get comfortable on a moped till like forty miles into a ride anymore. Like, and I talking to other some of the East Coast people, like, sense to me, yeah, that doesn't make sense because it's like after forty miles, everything that's gonna break would have already broken. Yeah, it's like that's it. Just I don't know, like my legs, like I don't stretch out right, and like right. once I once I like once forty forty fifty miles into a ride, it's like all right, dude, we're we're riding now, like. <laughs> But, you know, in everything, and I'm not trying to sound like an asshole, like, I'm better. Like, no, I have a friend that just likes to work on, like, stock bikes, and they don't like to go on 30-mile rides, and they get bored with it. It's like, but you know what? They have, like, 10 bikes in their basement, and they love working on mopeds, and that's fucking rad. Like, there's no right or wrong way to do this. I like like riding all day with lots of stops. You know what I mean? Okay. 
like 50 miles in the country. Yep. I get bored of that for sure. But like, you know, five miles, stop at a bar, 10 miles, stop at a restaurant, you know. Right on, dude. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Not a like, stop and go. <laughs> and like I said, like I was saying, man, there's no wrong way to ride to ride this stuff. Like, I know for a fact, like, you know, that little Revan thing we were talking about earlier, that annoys the piss out of people. <laughs> really? In Minnesota. Oh, yeah. I get a lot. I get shit from a co- I don't know. But know what? Like I'm just that- random other drivers? or No, a few people in mopeds around here, but it doesn't matter. And yeah. like, but the problem is <laughs> you can't let me know that type of stuff because I was that kid. I'll like, do <laughs> I'll do it even more. I'm going to fucking do it even more, man. Like, yeah. yeah, I love it. It reminds, I don't know. It reminds me of my first group ride. I'm like, I don't know. It's just, it's the moped group noise to me, you know? And I love loud mopeds and some people don't like lo- loud mopeds. Like I still got enough angry punk rock kid in me. Like when I, when I see some like middle-aged Karen with her ears, fingers in her ears, like oh my God. giving you that look, dude, I fuck I, there's, I love it. I don't know. I live in the oldest, Karenist city, probably in the country. Mm-hmm. Well, not Martha's Vineyard level, but it's close. Okay. <laughs> but I was riding literally 15 miles an hour, just cruising slow, watching, you know, it's fall, I'm watching the trees and shit. And this old lady sees me and she just hears that. I'm going really slow. She just slow down, slow down. Oh, I just wave at her, you know, like, Parade as wave as I can, but inside on the screen, I'm just like, God, fuck off. Yeah, yeah, but dude. It... We named our, uh, well, I named my two person moped club. <laughs> it's called the Bluff City Garden Club. And uh-huh. we're called that because there's two rival garden clubs in Natchez. Oh, God. And they yes. are both two groups of about 70 to 90 year old ladies mm-hmm. who organize antebellum balls and they do tours of all the weird plantation homes around here okay they're very serious about it they're like natchez high society such as it is so is it like the red hat red hatter old lady clubs you know i'm talking about probably like i I feel like that's an old lady thing like red hat club or something like that i mean these they are matriarchs like for sure like women run natchez like the Dude. men they just they sit there quietly like if two women are talking the men shut the fuck up and wait <laughs> Love it. okay? it's like your mom at the grocery store talking with her friend no matter what age you are yeah you just gotta shut up and <laughs> yeah, deal with it. It. yeah yeah and so we named our moped club the bluff city garden club Dude, that uh, makes after these crazy and they these two garden clubs fucking hate each other too like God they, damn it it's great <laughs> a lot of drama. Yes, They'll each other's like plays. Their, yeah, their productions. Oh my god, it's. it's I weird. love I love the idea that there's rival <laughs> garden clubs out there. Like I fucking dude, that made me. Yeah. That's this is the most excited I've ever been about gardening. <laughs> and like they don't do any fucking gardening. What? <laughs> what kind of bullshit is that? Yeah, exactly. So I figured it would be good for a moped gang too. <laughs> you don't do any fucking right. I keep on looking for somebody. Like I tell people all the time, I own a house. Do you want a garden? You can come garden at my house because I fucking hate it. Like, yeah. oh. 
I keep on telling like Jake Kane he needs a satellite garden over in St. Paul. I'm like, dude, I'm on your way home from work. What are you talking about? You gotta come like develop my land somehow with your gardening skills, but uh, I wanna like it. I'm just really bad at it. I don't know. Dude, if I, yeah, I want I'm there with you, brother. I wanna like gardening, <laughs> but I pull weeds and I'm like, fuck this. Like Yeah. Uh, yeah. But now we're talking about gardening. We're talking we talked about cats and all that good stuff. <laughs> I suppose. Do you wanna just throw out your, your Instagram handle for everybody for the moped club? Yeah, um, if I remember what it is, I think it's Bluff City Garden Club. I think um, it's even like the lower hashtag, yeah. has whatever. Yeah. Bluff underscore city underscore garden underscore club. Right on. All right, dude. Um, we will be at the New Orleans rally. We will hopefully be at the Daggers rally. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's kind of trying to get these kids up in here to start riding and i can't stress enough like get them out to the daggers rally they'll have a uh ray i'm bl- i blanking on names now like ray is such a nice guy like all of them like i've i have ever I, I know i've been to a couple of uh acr rallies but i've never mm. been to dagger and like Lister's even making it out again. He was in Nashville. Um, but like, yeah, I, Ray is super nice. Like he, um, Wait. he figured, he pointed me out at Nashville and like, we went and got some food and like just sat down really genuine, just nice guy. So like, I love Ray Ray. Um, so, but yeah, dude, like, Definitely get out to those guys' rally. Like, I'm glad you're back in it. We need more of the old heads coming back and getting the kids excited about it. Um, can't thank you enough for coming on Second Chance of Moped Podcast. And don't yeah, forget, man. mopeds are dumb. <laughs> That's true. Exactly. Right, Talk to you later.